Heaven can wait. We're only watching the feed. Hoping for the best, but expecting the worst. Are you going to drop the pod or not? That's right. It's Cover Me. The only podcast that talks about famous songs and their many cover versions and compares them against each other. I'm your host as always, Jay Cressy, joined in the studio by my golden co-host. Golden. I will also be your forever chum, Alex Mildenberger. Oh, that was, fun. That was very nice. The very special guest in the studio here, all the way from New Zealand, a bundle of joy. It's Greta James. Greta James, hello. How you doing, Greta? I'm very good. Thank you for having me. Thanks for being on. We're talking about Forever Young by Alphaville today. Now, this song was requested by you specifically, Greta. Yes. Why is that? Because I went and saw Jay-Z and Beyonce, and they finished with this song, their little duet version of it. And was that the first time you'd heard this song? No, definitely not. Okay. I watched the OC. Ah, that's right. So you're familiar with the youth group cover, which we'll be talking about in some detail. Mm -hmm. Um, What I also want to ask you about is, this is your first foreign guest. This is actually quite a big deal. Okay. What is the popular music scene like in New Zealand? Like, what was it like growing up there? Because I know for us, it's pretty much just American music plus some Canadian. Is it? We have a lot of American music. Yeah. But then there's a big push on New Zealand music. Okay. Do you guys have a thing where like 70% of the content needs to be in New Zealand or something? Um, Not 70, but a certain percentage. Yeah. I think ours was 70 for... Canada, or at least for TV. That's a lot. Mm, I don't know. I don't Something know. like that. Yeah. I, I just assumed it was like a lot of Flight of the Concords. That's no, all I know. They don't actually get like prime time on TV. No? No. People don't really like them. I like them, but <laughs> like my mum would never watch that. Really? And she's like the bulk of the nation, old people. Yeah. So. You heard it. Yeah. I just assumed they were national treasures. <laughs> yeah, but I they're, think. they're not that big. But they made it to New York City. Yeah, well, that's probably why we don't like them. They <laughs> the left The big us. apple. <laughs> no. The largest apple. <laughs> nah. So it's pretty much the same as what you're telling me, is that pop music worldwide is just like, we yeah. all get America's stuff. I would say we're probably a bit more, our music's a bit more organic. Organic. Yeah. Can you elaborate on that? So it's not like all the... Like fake computer. So it's not music? okay. So it's not manufactured pop music. Well, it's like actual instruments. That's okay. what I'm getting. So you at. a lot of singer songwriters in yep. there. Yep. Yep. So your big talent. pop acts out there, the Feelers not... and Lord, is that it? That sums it up. And yeah, but there's also like six sixty. A lot of like like garage band. So if you had to, if you had, if you had to recommend to listeners one particular New Zealand act, yes, who would you throw Ooh. out there? It depends on the listener. I like. Mm, probably 660 because they've got a lot but then you've got like the exponents if you want something old okay i don't know if you've listened to them no i have not it's like the feelers but bright and colorful hawaiian shirts so that was the 660 660 and what's their what's their big hit um rise up was like the the big one okay once you rise up baby it's a revolution it's a good one yeah and the exponents exponents well that's an old one it's for old but it's like good sing-along music good sing-along what's their best song um why does love do this to me why does love do this i don't know why does love do this to me. I feel like I've heard that actually. It's a really good song. You probably played that for me. Um, I probably did play it for you and told you it was New Zealand's national anthem because mm-hmm. everybody knows the words. 
<laughs> All right, so we're talking Alphaville's Forever Young, released in the September 1984. The band is a German synth pop, like, power trio. Uh, it's got three dudes in there. It's Marion Gold, who's the singer. We got Bernard Lloyd and Frank Mertens. Mertens actually left the group after the release of this song and was replaced by Ricky Echolet. I'm surprised that in three, a, a German group of three men, no one is named Wilhelm. Yeah, it's actually, like, uh, like in terms of German-sounding names, I knew a German guy named Marion. Yeah. That's about, that's about all I got, though. Like, yeah. Bernard and Frank are pretty Western. As far as name, and, like, Lloyd is a last name. That's pretty Western. Yeah, it doesn't sound that German to me. No. But it wasn't, oh, uh, no, that was a different German one. I was going to say there was a Schneider, but. Oh, yeah, you're yeah. talking about, uh, I think that's Interactive. Mm, yes. Yeah. So, so this song did strike a chord with a lot of German bands. I think obviously it was a big German song. Yeah, a lot of these covers are German. One of them is even German language. That's right. Ooh. Um. So they, yeah, they were originally called Forever Young. That was their first band name, and then they, before the release of their first album, they changed it to Alphaville, which who knows what that means. So they have other big hits. They've got uh, Big in Japan, Sounds Like a Melody, Jet Set, Dance with Me, Jerusalem. And Romeo's. And I don't know any of those songs. That's right, me too. <laughs> and they're from Münster. Münster? Münster? Germany. Nine. I don't know. Yeah, The I one that really looks know. like Monster, but it's not. See, they're still active, though. They released an album in 2017. I thought someone left. Yeah, but like the, the group up. itself survives. Well, the, 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 the one who too... left, left immediately after the release of the first song. Uh-huh. The first album, rather. Yeah. So... Let's talk about this song. How's everybody feel about this song? It makes me feel young again. Yeah. Does it? Well, I don't actually feel that old. No. Um, I, I, my only real memory of this song mm-hmm. uh, is, is uh, it's, it's in Napoleon Dynamite. Oh, yeah. It's in the like prom scene or whatever. Um, and I didn't like Napoleon Dynamite that much, so... Yeah, didn't have a huge impact on me. Fair enough. Yeah, it's been featured in uh, Napoleon Dynamite, It's Always Sunny in Philadelphia, One Tree Hill, and uh, the OC, obviously. So when it is it in the OC? Um, uh, it's when uh, Ryan and Marissa break up. No, oh, it's two damn. times. It's their it's two song. Times. Oh, yeah. it's their song. So first they put yeah. on the radio. Yeah, she's like, like the first song playing. Song. That'll be our one. And it's like some crap heavy metal stuff. And she's like, play another one. It's like, dun, 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 dun. And then they dance. Oh. Do they dance in style? Can you you comment? No. no. But they do dance for a while? For a while. Oh my gosh. Beautiful. (laughs) Lovely. (laughs) So this is a heavy uh, synth piece. This is actually like very reflective of the 80s. It's all, as far as I can tell, it's all synthesizers. Maybe like some drums. Maybe. And the drums sound electronic. We watched a live recording and it was just them up there with like, there was two kind of grand pianos and uh, some synths. Mm Mm-hmm. Was no guy, drums like, at all. No drums. One handing like the keyboard as well. He wasn't even using two hands. Yeah. It's just too cool for school. So yeah, I think it is actually all synth on this track. And some of that has aged well. You get these uh let me see. You get sort of like almost choir esque synth. Like there's like an electric kind of voice sounding thing. It's like it's very... that kind of, you know. Yeah, there's a lot of like string pad type stuff and mm-hmm. then a few like voice. More voice sounding ones. Yeah. For sure. And then we get the, the yeah, very... horns. Yes, closer to the end when there's like a like a brassy type synth and then it kind of there's a 
solo, and that's what they fade out on. Yeah. And I think those <laughs> horns have not aged well. I would say that's probably the worst The brass part. sound? Yeah. It's not and terrible. It's it just it sounds so chintzy now. Like it's. I mean, if you if you if it's trying to be brass, yeah, it doesn't sound good. Yeah. I was watching a oh, there was a video on YouTube. It was a guy who was showing like an old Moog synthesizer, and it had like a string section, an organ section, and a brass section. He was playing, and he's like, "I know." Close your eyes, and it sounds like brass, right? But it, yeah, it obviously sounded terrible. He's, he's talking sarcastically. It was like <laughs> nothing like that at all. But. Yeah, it just makes me think of I don't know if you saw the Fred Armisen stand-up special. It was like stand-up for drummers or something. Mm, I saw um I saw him do like some jokes on a on a like talk show about it. Okay, well he did this section where he like started playing on drum kits throughout the years, and so he went to the '80s and it was just an electric set drum kit. And he was like, the 80s were great because instead of being like, oh, man, can't wait for the future, we were like, the future is now. <laughs> and so he just, you know, they, everything was synth. It was synth drums, synth horns, synth everything you could do. It was going to be done electronically. And the goal was to make the synth sound like those things where I think the sort of mindset today has shifted to be more like the synth can make impossible noises like unreal right it's noises. like it's timbre design not necessarily trying to make it sound like something that exists exactly so i would say that's sort of the big mental shift that's occurred yeah and i think a big part of that from what i've heard is is that our like sampling technology is better right. so we don't need to use a synthesizer to make the sound because we can use a recording mm -hmm. and then put that through the processing and make it sound good so like if you go buy a digital piano it's not a like heavily fm synthesized sound it's a it's a recording of a grand piano that they've processed to actually sound decent. Yeah. I mean, yeah, even if you look at the 90s, we started doing better at sampling. Look at groups like A Tribe Called Quest, which relied heavily on uh, more, like a more rudimentary style because it was just pulling it straight from vinyl. Right. I guess I'm referring to digital sampling. Yeah. But I think those two are related. Absolutely. But yeah, so it's interesting to see that sort of transformation because I wonder how an 80s audience would have reacted to that horn synth if they were like holy like, shit wow it's like they have an entire horn section but it's just a guy with a keyboard, keyboard. wow i have no idea yeah but part I of me wants to say like no people are smarter than that but part of me was impressed by like old cgi that i see now i'm like what was i thinking, thinking. <laughs> well like the the first showing of like the great train robbery or whatever where the train comes right at the screen people fucking fainted He's like, like oh my away. god, it's coming right at me. I'm gonna get hit by a train. A train. There's no so, time. Yeah, we are out. phenomenally stupid. I think we're, uh, as the human race, very <laughs> good at tricking ourselves. That being said, let's talk about the lyrics. Yeah. Let me just pop on over to the lyrics for a minute. So this is, uh, these are deceptively dark lyrics if you just listen to the chorus yeah it sounds like you know just like a beautiful oh i want to be young forever i thought it was a love song at first yeah until i read the lyrics it was like shit everybody dies everybody dies yeah it's about the cold war it seems to be cold war related yeah because um that's what i said i was talking to roommate will yeah um and uh, whether it's about like atomic war um we couldn't find anything that was specifically about atomic war mm -hmm. but they do say like the bomb and that to me suggest they're talking about like an atomic bomb yeah so that line is a direct reference <laughs> to the 10 year old samantha smith oh who famously wrote a letter to the soviet leader yuri andropov bluntly asking are you going to vote to have a war or not hmm. okay 
So it is definitely Cold War, definitely Atomic War. Yeah. Like World War Three type type fear. Mm-hmm. So and it, so it puts uh like a different because some lines that do have a almost romantic context, like the first two lines here. Let's dance in style, let's dance for a while. Heaven can wait, we're only watching the skies. They're not watching the skies out of some romantic, like, oh, look at how beautiful it is. Right. They're looking Looking for for fucking planes. Yeah. Hoping for the best, but expecting the worst. So they're hoping for a clear sky, but they're expecting that they could fucking, everything could end in an instant here. Right. And so a lot of his lines, he talks about Marion Gold here. He says, what I personally often find intriguing is to read aimlessly through movies or book titles and arrange them according to sudden inspirations. Prominent example for that is Forever Young, Heaven Can Wait, Diamonds Are Forever, We Are Watching the Skies, and so on are all more or less quotations from movies. Oh. So he just puts them together in a new context, which is, uh, I can't remember the name for it, but that is a style of like writing songs. You can do that with your own stuff. That's what David Bowie used to do. Right. The cut up the cut lyrics up styles. and yeah. rearrange them. And the other one is lifting from other sources and putting them together. And that's a cool, that's cool. Mm-hmm. Because it definitely, like, the, obviously those, those lines are all in it and, and, and they fit in the context of the song, but mean, don't mean the same thing as, as in those movies. Yeah. It's, so, yeah, the Cold War had been on for almost 40 years. Um, there's a lot of other references here. So looking at verse two. This song also has a lot of verses. There's like six verses here. Seven. No, six. Yeah, I know. It's at like it's split up into six online, but it's kind of like two groups mm. of like. So I t- kind of thought of it as two verses. Right, because you're right. There's no break yeah. between some of them. So even though it splits them up into like paragraphs or or whatever, so it's kind of like yeah, it's kind of like I don't know if they're distinct verses necessarily. Yeah, I'm not. I'm not. I don't know enough about well, yeah, like, and they're all connected structure. well enough. Yeah. Like, verse two here reads, let us die young or let us live forever. We don't have the power, but we never say never. Um, this is talking about, so they want to die young. My understanding of the desire to die young, and this relates to a uh, later verse, is that if they die now, they'll have died with, like, potential. They could have been something. It'll have more meaning to die. They won't have wasted away what they had. They'll just be dead. Okay. Whereas in one line they say, it's so hard to get old without a cause. I don't want to perish like a fading horse. So they don't want to be put out to pasture after their potential's wasted. And just be old and, and fade away. Mm-hmm. So it's a, it's a die young or, or, or it's a like burnout yeah, before you fade to burn away. Yeah, burnout fade away. Because the idea statement. is with this constant threat of death at any moment. This comes up in the final verse. So many ventures couldn't happen today. So many songs we forgot to play. So many dreams swinging out of the blue. Let them come true. Like, we're losing so much living because we're consumed with this fear of dying at any moment for something we have no power over. Which also relates to youth because they are powerless. Yeah. No, it's a cool large. take. I, I definitely got the, like, the forever young meaning, like, dying young to mm-hmm. remain young. Uh, but that's, there's a lot more context there, obviously. That I missed out on. Yeah, one that trips me up is uh, the music's for the sad men, and the music's played by the madman. Right. Well, I think the madmen are like the people in power, the generals or whatever. Yeah, because it says praising our leaders, we're getting in tune. Yeah. The music's played by the madman. And then in the first one it says, sitting in a sand pit, life is a short trip, the music's for the sad men. Yeah. I guess the sad men are like everyone else who's listening to the music that's being played by the... 
Yeah, is it the same music each time? I think so. The music is a metaphor for, like, the war or what's happening. Mm-hmm. Well, I guess... Reality? The, the purpose of the music would be to convince the sad men? Oh, maybe. That everything's A-okay? Maybe. I was also, like, music in, like, wartime is often used as, like, yeah, like a march-type thing for propaganda reasons, so I could definitely see that. Mm-hmm. Any thoughts, Greta? Um, I thought they overpronounced all the words, the Germans. Oh, yeah, I think yeah. their accents are heavily <laughs> clear on this. But I appreciate it. I do it when I sing along to it. Yeah. Let's dance and stop. Let's dance for a while. Yeah. yeah. Another uh, reference to both youth and atomic destruction is the, can you imagine when this race is won, turn our golden faces into the sun? Yeah, the so sun gold. being like an ex- like the explosion. Yeah, so gold because of the, oh, the reflection like... from the explosion. <laughs> I thought it was like heaven. You thought that was a nice one? Yeah, I was like, It oh. could be that too. Well, I think <laughs> like it's golden, like, you know, the golden age of youth. Like, youth yeah. is often given this sort of golden sheen to it. And so their golden faces are both youthful. Yeah, but I didn't think it was the bomb going off and everybody melting away. I, well, I think it could, be, a, it could be both too. Be both. <laughs> the idea of like going into the light. Yeah, mm-hmm. that's what, which and like, is, yeah. which like the music video. Yeah, that's which what is, comes up in the music video. Yeah. You're right. Um, there's one line that's really good. I think it's it's not. I'm not sure if it is this line actually. Oh. So he says, "Do you really want to live?" This is the chorus. Do you really want to live forever? And then on Genius, it lists it as forever and ever. On Spotify, it lists it as forever or never. Oh, I've never heard the or never. Yeah. Interesting. And it's an interesting take, because then it's like the two options are... The options are forever as death, or never as in living with Living in threat. fear. Yeah. Interesting. Yeah, I, I, didn't, uh, I didn't see that. And that, uh, that's not the version of the lyrics I saw. But there's definitely a few differences between the different versions, and it kind of sounded like some of them said different things. So mm-hmm. I, I didn't pick up on that in this... In this one, is it only in, in one of the uh, Yeah, I verses? think it's in the first chorus he does it. Okay. Yeah, and of course, right. Genius attributes the Forever or Never lyric to a change by One Direction, the band, who apparently does a cover. Oh, what? And I don't think that's correct. Yeah, I didn't see anything about that. And again, like you said with the pronunciation credit, it's hard yeah. to know if he's actually saying, and never, oh, oh never, because it's Cause he's, yeah. so yeah. thickly lost in the Definitely accent. Definitely has the accent. Yeah, and then some of this, like, verse 4 is about how people are different, but they're all, like, part of life. Some are like water, some, some like are the water. beat. Yeah. Some are melody, some are the beat. So everyone feels different roles or whatever, but... Yeah, but they all should be working together. But they all die. And they all die. Why don't they stay young? Sad. Why do we lose life? It's a... God, it is a sad song. It is, yeah. Good ballad to sing along to, though. Damn. Oh, yeah, we're gonna talk about how like ballads a lot on this one, <laughs> specific styles of them. Yeah. Like fuck me. It's uh yeah, I'm a fan of the original version. Um, any other notes on the song itself, or should we talk about the music video? Yeah, let's talk about the music video. Unless you had something. You got something, Greta? Uh, this music video. All right, Greta, take us in. What happens in this music video? They're in a church. They're in a church. They're sleeping. They're sleeping. I'm assuming they're already dead. Yeah, I think yeah, there's, I think there's dead people in the church. Yeah, well, that's, that's that, what I thought. But that's the people that wake up, isn't it? Yeah. yeah, yeah, and then they just walk into the light, and the guys they're all like uh, lying in rubble, kind yeah. of. Yeah, 
And then the band's there. They're singing. Yeah. Yeah. So like those two pianos they're playing in the in the video. Yeah. Those were at their live performance. Oh, too. cool. <laughs> yeah. The same ones. So, at least similar models. Yeah. I couldn't I couldn't tell you if it was the oh. same ones. I wasn't actually there when they filmed the music video. No. It opens on a black screen and then stars appear. Yeah. And then we get a triangle wipe to more stars and then a, or sorry diamond oh, wipe. Yeah, it goes through that. Diamond. And then another diamond wipe because diamonds are forever. Diamonds are forever. No. Forever young. And then we're in the church. And then there's the dude singing, Marion. Yeah, Marion Gould. And uh, yeah, and then there's just like a bunch of people covered in dust, and they start getting up. Yeah, and he's got a red jumpsuit on, <laughs> kind of kind of Michael Jackson style. It's a little bit thriller, wasn't like, it? Like Eddie Murphy in Raw. <laughs> what? <laughs> his comedy special that is oh, highly oh, frowned yeah, yeah. upon now. <laughs> Hasn't aged now. well. How he hates gay people. Yeah. <laughs> Or Britney Spears in the Oops, I Did It Again music video. That's right. Just an angel. Just an angel. Sure I had something else to say about it. I watched, so Alphaville's actually done like a bunch of remixes of this song, including a special dance mix that was released close to the same time, which is just like extended and has more drums in it. Ooh. You know, your classic dance mix. Drums. So I originally watched the music video for that, which I think is just somebody fan editing this one. So there's like a fucking hundred shots of when they like when the people like get up and look at the camera. It's so just, it just like kept getting it. up over and over. Yeah, again. so it's just like a play a bit and then it would like go on the singer's face for a bit and then it'd be like, I was like, could these fucking kids stop looking me dead in the eye? <laughs> but yeah, so through the power of music in this this presumably bombed out church, these dead people get to go through the the diamond. Yeah, and then the band plays those pianos, but they sound like synthesizers. That's right. It's magical. They might be synthesizers. I mean, I could they could be. could swear at one point in the live performance, they were both on those big wooden ones. They could have just put some synthesizer stuff in a grand piano frame. Like, it would be super easy. Yeah, it would be absolutely easy. How do, do we like the music video? Yeah. It, it's fine. It makes sense. They're basically just taking the dead people into, like, the afterlife. Yeah, when we said it out loud, I was like, oh, like, it actually makes sense. But watching it, I was confused baffled not like exciting but it does it does fit the song yeah it's got your classic goofy 80s attire so much hair tons of hair it's great a beautiful piece don't think i'd watch the music video again though no you wouldn't show it off at parties no i know a cool youtube clip let's see so let's jump into our first cover shall we let's do that this takes place a year after the original this is laura <laughs> brannigan Lauren Branigan. Lauren Branigan. Lauren, not Lauren. So she's an American singer, songwriter, and actress. Um, probably most well known in this modern context for her song. Well, it was also her most popular song, Gloria, which is featured in the game Metal Gear Solid Five. Oh the shit! Phantom Pain. No, I know that song. I didn't listen to it. Damn yeah. it! Which is actually a cover of an Italian song. Yeah. No, they're pretty similar. <laughs> but yeah, that's her her big thing. So this one was a music video. It's uh, and this is again the first cover. So unsurprisingly, it carries yeah, they, a lot. not much happened in the music video. She's pretty much just uh, singing into a very small looking microphone. Yeah, it was great. Did Rock you guys have mullet. stars in your eyes or stars in their eyes? The TV show. 
No. no. What's that, that? It's like a, it was an old reality show. It was like the 90s. And it would take like a regular person. Like tonight, I'm going to become like Celine Dion. And then they go to the back and then they come out and there's all these stars and music. And then they like perform. It's really cool. That's fine. Do they still do that? Mm, no, definitely not. And it's the guy's called Matthew. And it's like, well, tonight, Matthew, I'm going to be. It's great. Stars in their eyes. <laughs> this was it. Easily. So this, this is what this performance reminded you of? Sta- yeah, constantly. Yeah, that sounds awesome. She had like a nice crushed velvet. Uh, oh, yeah. She blazer. was wearing crushed velvet. I'd fucking wear that. It looked dank. And her hair as well. Fantastic. And I got to say, her mouth didn't seem to make the right vowel sounds to me when I was yeah. watching her sing. But maybe that's just, I don't know. Maybe that's what singing looks like. Well, it's weird because I looked on the Wikipedia page and she's linked to like like Italo pop, which is like Italian pop right. music. And I was like, oh, maybe she's Italian, but she was born in Brooklyn. What? So it's probably like Italian. She's probably American. Italian like heritage, but I thought maybe <clears throat> she came from Italy and had like a bit of an accent. Now, this version, I feel like she sounds afraid to sing on this. Definitely. She's like holding it back or she's about to cry. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Very delicate. Yeah. She's realizing as she sings that the song is actually about death. Oh, <laughs> oh damn! Like, oh my god! I thought this was a love song. Yeah. And then the guitar solo rips in. She's just like, "What do I do?" Yeah, well, if you heard the song Gloria, she really belts that one. So I feel like that kind of performance would have lent a lot to this. I can see it as more subdued thing because mm-hmm. it is about like death and fear, living in fear and stuff. So I, I can see it. Working. Yeah, I mean, the original is a more subdued style of singing. You're right. But I think there but are... But there's definitely some that we're going to come to later on that are not subdued. No. And I think there are moments in the song that can you can punch. You know, you can push that moment really hard. She, like, changed me and she said diamonds, though. Yeah. Like, diamonds. Oh, she yeah. She yeah. had, like, a, a sexy, sultry whisper. Yeah. Diamonds. It, are forever. Alex is currently dying off mic, just in case anybody's worried about him. <laughs> Tried to get some hauls. Halls. That's right. Our sponsor this week is Halls. Halls. And coconut water. And coconut water. Halls and coconut water. Have them together. It'll together. cure your ills. Um, what else is going on in this one? Uh, she kind of reminded me of Bonnie Tyler as well, in a way. Oh, yeah. But I feel like Bonnie would have done it better. Oh, yeah. But Give us the old total eclipse of the heart treatment. Yeah, that would have been great. That's my, like, maybe that's just my idealized 80 ball- 80s ballad style. So we're going to be talking about that with one of the next covers here. Is that sort of, I don't even know what you would call it, but there's these these lows and big highs and just like, you can see their big poofy hair if you listen to it. And the tight leather pants. Yeah. It's just so 80s. Yeah, just that. It's got that like cheesy epicness. Mm-hmm. That is somehow like still relatable today, like unironically. Yeah, at least for us who like spent a lot of time listening to music from the eighties in our youth. Yeah. Well, I meant to say about the uh, sort of the long-lasting legacy of this song because it still gets around today. Um, Marion Gold had a quote that says, "Not only did it deliver interdependencies with occurring social or philosophical themes, but it seems to do so at any time since its release." I never expected it to have such an impact when we wrote it back in 1983. So he's saying that even outside of the context of the Cold War, which was its original context, it seems to relate to people in that the ideas of this powerlessness as the world seems to be turning towards an immediate and swift end at any given moment still connects with people. Yeah, it's got that feeling of like apocalyptic literature, kind of, Mm -hmm. which has always been around. Yeah. So 
Uh, yeah, I definitely, I definitely see that. And there's some of the imagery is Cold War specific, but not really that much. Yeah. So a lot of it is just about, like we were saying, like living in fear versus dying young. Yeah. And, uh, or just um, not understanding it and thinking yeah. it's a love song. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> well, yeah, I, so it's pretty, it's pretty universal. And it, <laughs> and it sounds like, yeah, it could be the love song. Because even some of the most basic versions we're going to look at sort of just boil the, theme to live in the moment <laughs> yeah as opposed to being like we're gonna die we're gonna die <laughs> oh my god we're gonna die <laughs> um back to laura though yeah she whispers diamonds and she looks around as well diamonds yeah. um there's a guitar solo in this which is not in the original there is and she looks at the camera a lot and it yeah. makes me feel a little bit uncomfortable like yeah. the children looking at the camera in the <laughs> alternative yeah. version of the uh of the music video, the original. She does that in the Gloria music video, too, which is... Mm. Maybe that's just her move. She's just connecting with the audience. Yeah. yeah. There's also one part where, like, the drums come in. They're pretty slow. Yeah, that comes in on the line, I think, Summer Like Water. Yeah. That's what I've written here. And then I then there's a bass, and I didn't even notice it before that. It, like, snuck up on Oh, me. yeah. I didn't even notice it at all. Yeah. It's a sneaky bass. Sneaky bass. Sneaky bass line. Yeah, well, this is, I mean, this is kind of what we see when we talk about cover songs. The first one that comes out is always kind of just in the shadow of the original. Especially if it's this close. Yeah. Because, you know, they're not far enough removed for it to be like, this is this song in a different decade. Because it's mm. like six months later or whatever. Yeah. Yeah, it's a pretty cheesy version. That's what I said. Yeah, that pretty much sums it up. Yeah. Any final thoughts there, Greta? The, it's not the song, but at the end of it, there was a clapping machine, and it sounded real to me, because <laughs> it started out really slow, and then it built up. I was like, it's a good, oh. natural-sounding clap machine. Good job to whoever worked that clap machine yep. for Laura Branigan's version of Forever Young. Props to the clap, man. <laughs> All right, so we jump out of the 80s to 1991 for Wayne Wonder. Forever Young, I want to be forever Yuck, make it stop already. <laughs> the, the reggae mastermind. Uh, reggae fusion. Reggae fusion, primarily reggae R&B. Yeah, that's what it said. It was like yeah. reggae fusion, specifically fusion with R&B music. And then he does like some dance hall, which is what his biggest hit is classified as, which oh, is I from 03. That's that No song. Letting Go. I've never heard it either, but Wikipedia tells me it was a hit. Nice. Um, he also later moved to hip hop, which kind of explains the weird album cover. This one, I don't yes, know if you it's look like at yeah, it. I saw the album cover. It's very hip hop. He looks tough as fuck on it, and like this song is not very no. hip hop. So this one has a very repetitive instrumental track. Very boring. <laughs> but at the beginning of the song, mm -hmm. I thought it sounded like the old Nokia phones, the ringtone. Oh. Like right at the beginning, I was like, ooh, he's getting a vocal. <laughs> I always love songs that sound like ringtones. But like an old school one. Yeah. Um, but it was a horrible cover. It was disgusting. It was, yeah. So he does this. His biggest difference is at the start. He goes, how would it be? How would it be for a bit? He does. He changes a few of the lyrics, too. Yeah. Uh, one thing I wanted to note. It, it, it's like reggae-esque, but it's very fast. Mm. Reggae. Uh, or pretty fast reggae. And uh, the, like, stings, well, the skank, we call it, uh, is played on a piano. Hmm. The, like, two and four accents. Okay, anyway, he yeah. changed a few lines. 
let's see what they are. He says, are you going to drop the bomb on us? Yeah. Which is what I thought they said originally uh, in the original version. He also says, let us stay young. Let us live forever. Mm-hmm. Which is very similar again. He also says, don't want the power. I don't remember what line that is. Is, what? is there a line about power? Uh, where is we, it? We don't have the power, we don't have we the never power. say never. He says something like, don't want the power. That's what okay. it sounded like to me. Yeah, he kind of he kind of reggaeifies the lyrics. Yeah, like to odd effect. And there's a where's the is there a line about evil? Um, I don't think so. Because I I sounded like there's one line where he says, uh, "Chasing all evil," and then I have no idea what is in the next line. Chasing all evil, and then, no idea uh-huh. what the next line. Just and then something about Paris like a fading rose instead of a horse. Okay, yeah, and. So many songs people gonna play, and so many dreams when you're out in the cold, living forever. I don't know if he says these things, that's what it sounded like to me. Yeah, he definitely switches things around. Do you think he was trying to focus less on death? Maybe, I don't know. Um, The other thing, like we've talked about in the past, maybe he was just wrong. Like, maybe he just misheard the lyrics. Yeah, like 91, it's still not, like, the time of the internet Yeah, getting lyrics online. Especially in, I assume, Jamaica? Yeah. Um and also there was another the the um the version of I think the Mighty Quinn mm-hmm. that was reggae also had a lot of like little changes like that. Yeah, you're right. Um that didn't change a whole lot, but just were a bit different. So I, I wonder if it's for the same reasons that I don't know what the reasons are. It would be I mean I'd i I've said this before, I think, but I would like to get big enough as a podcast to get a small-time artist who's done a cover on and be like, you did these weird lyric changes. What was that about? Yeah. And just have them be like, oh, whoops. <laughs> <laughs> like, I would just satisfy me so much, even if it's like the Like, we had a day to record, answer. and I didn't know. Yeah, like, I didn't even know the song before I got dragged into the studio. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, this one is, it goes on too long. I, don't, I think it's the same length as the original, but it's too long for how little goes on. Did you repeat? No, this one doesn't repeat. Um, he does he, repeat it. Yeah, he yeah. repeats the first verse. Yeah, he repeats the first verse. Because I think he drops one of the verses, maybe. Maybe not. But yeah, the, the instruments are pretty much on a, on a loop. We get the, like you said, we get the piano stings instead of it's usually the guitar. Yeah. And he's got an interesting voice. Like, I've never heard that kind of, he sings at a kind of weird higher range. Oh, yeah. I yeah. didn't really note, take note. Don't have that song. Because I guess when I think of reggae, I think of like Bob Marley. Right. He's a little lower down. Okay. Yeah. It's, this one is a, I don't know. It's, it was the, it, no. It was <laughs> <laughs> I saw a note that said biggest hit and I was like, no fucking way. And I was, I was talking about his other song that was a big hit. Right, that we were talking about before. Yeah. So yeah, this one, uh, this one is, yeah. Did not like it. Didn't like it. I thought, I mean, I, I didn't hate it. I don't usually connect that much with the reggae versions, honestly. Yeah. So. I would say we've had better reggae songs on the podcast. Yeah, that's probably true. There wasn't uh, much going on in this Let's one. jump in to 1993. A song that's as old as us Ooh. by the, the, I guess the band, but it's just a man, Axel Rudy Pell. Axel Rudy Pell. So many adventures couldn't happen today. So many songs we forgot to play. So many dreams swinging out of the blue. We'll let them come true. Forever young. That's the man's name. The album was called The Ballads. I think it was just yeah. a bunch of. Ballads. Heavy metal covers of ballads. Yeah, I different... think In the Air Tonight's on there. <laughs> oh, nice. Yeah, it's like a lot of ballad covers, so we might be dipping back into this well. <laughs> we a very few times. well maybe. Um, so Axel Rudy Pell is German. Doesn't sound German. 
Yeah, he doesn't sing like he's no, got he a heavy really. accent. And he's a heavy metal guitar player, and he's got a backup band. And so that's what this is. Uh, there is a heavy metal version. Yeah. That's for sure. It's, uh, yeah, so he does, you know, this is a classic, like, metal power ballad from the 80s. And it's even from the 90s. At first, I thought it was, it sounded to me like it was, like, musical theater. Like, it almost, I, at first, I was like, is this from, like, Rock of Ages or something? Mm-hmm. I was wrong. It is not. But it, that's what it sounded like to me at first. Yeah. I would say that's, like, when listening to this, this was another one where I'm going to say, like, it needed to be more of what it is. Right. I said it's a, it was like every 80s song. Yeah. Ever. In, yeah, just, just as a metal song. Like, it was... Mm-hmm. Like, we needed more... I don't know why he made the weird decision to rely so heavily on piano in this. Like, keys. When it should be, like, on guitars with, like, heavy sustain. There's definitely a lot of synthesizers. Or, like, there's some synth string pads. Yeah. And the metal vocals, like, they're pretty, like, gruff and powerful. Mm-hmm. Like, they were good. But I needed more. Yeah, but it was just so, like, every 80s song. I needed, like, I needed this to be done by, like, Motley Crue or Guns N' Roses. Well, Brett Michaels. Brett Michaels. <laughs> you said this sounds a lot like Brett Michaels. Brett Michaels. Everybody yeah. sounds like Brett Michaels. I just like Brett Michaels. I like this song. I thought it was good. Yeah, I like I like this yeah, version. Yeah, he did a good job. I was just like, I just listening to it, it to I was like, hey, more. it's every 80s song. Yeah, I just like, I needed him to go up higher on because he does the bits where he goes high, but I needed to be like, are we ever gonna live <laughs> And he just didn't go that high. There's also, there's like, a, when he sings the chorus, there's actually like a chorus singing, like a, like there's people in the yeah. background, like there's background singers all of a sudden singing along for part of it. And there's also, he also, I don't know if he changes the line, but the like perish like a horse line, mm-hmm. or it sounded, I, I was, I was asking, I couldn't figure out what he said, because he kind of mumbles it. I was asking roommate Will if, <laughs> if like, what he heard, and we both heard perish like a seahorse. <laughs> and, and we couldn't not, and it doesn't make any sense, and we couldn't figure out what he was saying. Do seahorses have a low life expectancy? Probably. Yeah, I don't know. It's maybe that's weird though. That's a it's a weird line. That's the take. only the only line we could get out of it. That is bizarre. Yeah, but I did like this version. <sighs> yeah, it was solid. And like the guitar solo is the last like minute in the bit. Yeah, it's like a minute twenty. And I, as it was going in, I was like, this guitar solo needs to be more. And then he gets some tapping going on. I was yeah. like, oh yeah. <laughs> yeah, it starts like slow, and then he's like, time for some triplets or whatever. Yeah. Or and yeah, he's and he's going. I was like, damn. So it was a cool guitar solo. Yeah. It lasts a long time. But yeah, it's very, this is very 80s. Mm-hmm. And I think like it's, it's the other side of the 80s, but the one side was synth and stuff. The other side was like hair metal. Yeah. And this one leans to that and it's so perfect. Yeah. It fits it so well. Greta, any other notes besides that it sounds like Bread Michaels? I did think with the guitar solo, because the song ended after that. Yeah. But I wasn't ready for it to end. I feel oh. like, because then I kind of realized that in the original one, that it ends on like the big music build up, mm-hmm. but I'm used to like having like a little another like wind down chorus maybe. Right. I don't know, but with Alphaville that's fine. But with this one, it's just kind of like, oh, I want more. Like it's not finished yet. Should they done of like because like Alex said they have the whole chorus coming in on the chorus, right? Would something like that be a yeah. good way to finish where the, you'd lose the instruments, but it's just an all vocals like? Maybe that might be cool. A yeah. choral thing. Yeah. I feel like you're in the concert and everything like Everybody's everybody walks off the out. stage yeah. like first the drummer leaves. I don't know. But I just felt like... You don't need the drummer anymore. The yeah. bass is already gone. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I just felt like at the end, 
It, it, for me, it wasn't ready to finish, but that's me. But I like this one. Yeah. I was all about it. You weren't all about it at first. No, but then I heard some of the other covers in this one. <laughs> <laughs> this one grew on me. Oh, that's beautiful. <laughs> so we're going to jump into 1994 with Interactive. This is fantastic. Uh, fantastic. So they're a German. Uh, like it's <laughs> amazing. What's it? This Doesn't is it make a, you feel yeah. like a child running around a school hall or something? Running around the fucking brush, whatever. The brush? What? The brush. What's the brush? I don't know. Is that was called. You talked about like the great outdoors of New the, Zealand. Of New Zealand, the, yeah. The bush? <laughs> bush. That's it. <laughs> I was like one letter off. <laughs> Um, no, this doesn't remind you of, like gym class in yep. elementary school. Jump no. rope, just that kind of synth. Like it's almost Darude Sandstorm esque, right? No, I don't know. This is playing like fifths or something. Is it fifths or is it? It's not the uh, the or... notes they're playing, but the actual sound of the synth. <clears throat> oh, the sound. Yeah, I don't know. It sounds. It's like very much of that era, as much as the 1994. Yeah. Okay. It's amazing. If I was older, they would have played it at a school disco. Sure. Yeah, it's. But it's, I was too young. Well, if it, yeah, I was only two technically when that one came got out. Got that vibe. So this is a German electronic group formed in 1990. Um, this track reached number seven in Germany. Seven. Number seven. Number seven. Um, for comparison, well. they seem to like this song. Let me see. Did I write in down Germany. how high this yeah. one got in? Uh, uh, uh. Yeah. For for comparison, on the Billboard Hot 100, the original peaked at 65. I thought the original was much better than this version. <laughs> yeah. Well, I was a yeah. huge fan of this version, honestly. So one of the most insane things, this is where we completely lose track of what the song is about. Right. Because they don't even sing any of the yeah, verses. it's just the choruses. Just basically, it's just a sample. Yeah. And, and it's like a dance sample. It's like that, call on me, oh, call on yeah. me, call on me. I feel like it'd be a good spin class song. This Probably, one. Yeah. yeah. It's got. I mean, you know, it's fast beat. It's yeah. A fast. Yeah. Version. This is a hundred percent on workout mixes. Yeah. Like, <laughs> Fit radio. It's great. Um. Yeah. We get yeah. like a like a synth breakdown kind of section where things get real heavy. Where it's like boom, bam, 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 bam. <laughs> yeah. There's like. I mean, it's a lot of synth. Uh, this I wasn't huge into this version. No. The, the riff for me just. I don't know. It wasn't that exciting. No. I didn't, I didn't like it that much. The only reason this one sticks out to me is because it sounds so much like something my gym teacher would have put on while we're running laps or something. Yeah, that's <laughs> it. Your warm-up laps. Yeah. Do your star jumps. Listen to Interactive. This is definitely a good workout song. Yeah. Uh, so we get some Boots and Cats drums on this. Boots and Cats and Boots and Cats and Boots and Cats and Boots and Cats and Boots and Cats. Okay. No. So that's like the, we that's just the learned it a couple weeks. Yeah, ago. we learned it a couple oh, weeks okay. ago. But that's boots and cats and boots and cats, and that's and cats and like very basic beatboxing, <laughs> essentially. Wow, that's amazing. I want to try it, but not right now. <laughs> um. Yeah. Have you? Did you see the music video for this, Alex? No. Oh, you're missing out. That oh was the my highlight. God. Break it down for us, Greta. Uh, so it's just like a blue screen, all these people dancing. I've got the 90s and the style and their hands are in their hair. And they're like, it's great. It's so good. Just yeah. a lot of dancing. A lot so, of dancing in front of basically a green screen. Yeah. And so they just put shit 
over in the back. <laughs> this girl's at a theme park at the start. Yep. And as she gets onto like the fucking tilt a whirl or whatever, she goes forever yeah, and then it switches to a bunch of people dancing and shit. Yep, it's fantastic. So much color. Now you said this music video reminded you of something, Greta. Yes. Tell so, us about this. <laughs> I'm terrible at storytelling. Okay, so at my school, my primary school. I would have been seven or eight. And it was like when the Vanga boys are out. And this girl, I think her name was Haley. I don't really remember. But she went to Science Alive. And her and her brother and her dad, they made a music video that was like this. So they were in front of like a green screen. A green screen and they had like a microphone and they're singing and they're dancing. And then she played it at school. She got to bring the video in. And we all got to sit there in class and watch it in the hall. And it was the best. And it was what this video was. And what was the song? Um, we like to party. We, we, we like to party. You know the, the Vanga bus? And she was wearing a hat and it's like zooming in and out. Does the camera zoom in and out? I think it does. It has to, right? Just like people dancing with their hands in there? Yeah. Yeah. Amazing. And like lip syncing, you know. Probably got some colored mascara on or something. Yeah. It was the best. It was my childhood. I feel like it was very sexual though as well. Oh yeah. But like... Was everything like that when we were children? Because I write here, is this why we're all sexual deviants? Because that's what we watched growing up. <laughs> and that's part of it. Probably, yeah. yeah. But the same thing, though, on the other hand, is people also are sexual deviants when you don't show them that stuff. True. Yeah, I don't so, think there's, I don't think there's, any, like, that's, I don't think there's anything else. We haven't worked <laughs> out the formula to get is. people specifically into vanilla sex. Okay. <laughs> We're working on it. We're, we're trying our goddamn hardest. It is not working. We're going to put those adult, adult stores out of business. Yeah, I have nothing else to say about this version. Yeah, me neither. Um, Let's talk about youth group. Is that the next one? Yeah. You know Twilight Dogs. We jumped from 94 to 2006. That's a big jump. The guitar reminded me of something, but I could not figure out what. Um, <sighs> Remind you of anything? Because it, it just made me feel like a song from Rock Band. Yeah. This, I, this felt like a song I could play in Rock Band. Yeah. The video game. And it made me think of the Killers a bit. Really? Yeah. I, I don't know why. Kind of Did I you see that there was a version of this by the Killers? No. They, they covered it live. Okay, another live cover. Yeah. I'm checking the song, Secondhand Songs, and they give you like all the studio covers, basically. Mm. They don't list live ones, I guess. Yeah, but... I just stumbled upon it on YouTube. Yeah. Shit, should have sent me the link. Please. I forgot. We could, it'd it's be... been a weird <laughs> week for me. Yeah, no worries. I feel like you say that every week, though. Yeah, almost. maybe just every week is weird. Weird week. That's, you know, that's not a bad thing, necessarily. No. Um. So this was recorded specifically for the OC by uh, an Australian rock band. From Newtown, Sydney. Whoop, whoop. Have you been there? Uh, yeah, I think that's where I got the best sandwich of my life. The best sandwich of your life. I told you about this sandwich. Well, you didn't A tell Newtown Alex. Sandwich? Okay, I was really hungry. We had flown to Australia in the morning. And it was like, I was exhausted. I was tired. It was hot. And I got a steak sandwich. And it had melted cheese on it and caramelized onions. And it was mm. the best sandwich of my life. Like a Philly cheesesteak type deal. Oh, yeah. Isn't that like Maybe. cut up steak? 
Yeah, oh, was yeah, this yeah. just what a slab of steak? Yeah. Wow. Damn. Yeah. Okay, never mind then. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> it was good. That's wild. It was life changing. Fresh tomato, fresh lettuce, really yummy bread. I don't know what the bread was. Do you remember the name of the place? Mm, it was like a little hole in the wall cafe. I don't know. Like a local place. Yeah. All right, we need to go to what is it called? New Newtown. 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 Well, time to go to Newtown. Sydney. Sydney, Australia. So these guys were formed in the late nineties. This became a number one hit in Australia. This song does better for covers than it does for the original. <laughs> I don't think the original was appreciated. Yeah, I don't think it was appreciated then. at the time, maybe. Mm-hmm. It's just something that kind of has a legacy, but didn't actually necessarily... Like, it did okay. It did mm-hmm. fine. But it's not like amazingly. Kind of like the Velvet Underground scenario, right? Yeah. But there's probably a lot of good music at that time anyway. I don't know what else was being released when it yeah, first Yeah, 84? Is that... That was a pretty good year for music, I think. I just like the 80s, though. David so. Bowie's 1980. No. <laughs> <laughs> what? 84 was a bad year for him, probably. 84, I think, was um, like Let's Dance. Yeah. Oh, was, yeah, you're right. It's Let's Dance. Yeah. And then, yeah, so that was a phenomenal year. Yeah, right? it was good. It might have been 83, but like, whatever. Yeah, because then it would have been Tonight and Never Let Me Down. And those are bad albums. Not great. Aww. Not great. They got some good. I, I, I like Glass had... Spider off of Never Let Me Down. He's got like a little... Where he does the like Monologue weird intro, thing. yeah, and then he just like rips into it. He's like, "Don't you hear? to cry." It gets me right in the gut. Ooh, it's there's a. a I like. Um, well, I mean, the version of "Loving the Alien" off that album is not great. No, but there's a live version. Oh yeah, that that's very good. good. Fuck yeah! Let's talk about youth group. No, let's talk about David Bowie. Some more. <laughs> <laughs> I could do that. We could do that. But we shouldn't. 87 and Cry? 87 and Funny song name? (laughs) Anyway, um, back to this. Youth group. group. So this is... uh, Yeah, it made me think of Rock Band. Okay, yeah. Which I I guess I'm on a similar wavelength. It's maybe just because I know the context of it, but it's definitely like a teenage heartbreak song. Yeah. It's great. It brought the song back into light. Yeah. And I didn't realize, though, the big gap between the other cover. But this song, I heard this song before I heard the original. Mm. Easily. I might have. I don't know. I don't remember. Because I did watch all of the OC with my sister. The whole did thing, you actually? Eh? Yeah. Wow. We, we love watching garbage. It's, <laughs> it's not good. <laughs> the first two seasons are good. Yeah. I think we owned the third season. Yeah, the third season is where everything just fucking starts going downhill. Which season is Chris Pratt in? Chris Pratt's in one of the seasons? Yeah. God damn it. Now I gotta go. He Google like plays this. guitar naked. Okay. Maybe we should look it up later. Yeah, we'll look it up later and I'll, I'll ins- wait, hang on, it's the article's here now. <clears throat> um oh yeah, there he was. He wore a stupid little hat. It was the autumn of two thousand six. Then in its fourth season. Season yeah, four. Season four. There we Chris go. Pratt comes in. When did Marissa die? Was that season four? I wanna say that was either season four or end of season three. Marissa dies? <laughs> so you can get that far? <laughs> Apparently not. Because you watched it with your sister, right? I watched a little bit. Yeah. Very little bit. It was a great show. Yeah. So, yeah, the OC. It's, uh... Yeah, so lines like, are you going to drop the bomb or not, kind of are recontextualized to being about the Cold War, to being about the bomb of this relationship's not working out. Ooh. But it was a nice song at first, though, for them. Yeah, that's right. So... But it was, the, if the, it's again, it's this, uh, it's the hey-yah factor of it all. Mm. Wherein you listen to it and it sounds nice. 
And you're like, oh, I like this. I want to dance to it. Then you actually listen to it. You're like, oh my god. This is a sad <laughs> thing. And um, yeah, this this version like really has a big crescendo thing going on. Because mm-hmm. like, I love the, it. Yeah. yeah, the beginning versus the end is like really different. Because yeah. at the beginning, it's like basically just like what an acoustic guitar. Maybe it's not acoustic. Um, it's like one guitar. Yeah, and like drums. Maybe it's, it's definitely like a clean signal <clears throat> guitar. Yeah. If nothing else. Playing like the boom 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 And then like at the end, there's like a ton of tracks. Yeah, like, you get a lot of. Distortion noise. Yeah. It's like huge at the end. Absolutely. It's such a good build up though. I'm into it. It was good. Yeah. It's a lot. It's, yeah, part of me, the cynic in me wants to hate this version. Just because I'm like, oh, it's on the AC. (laughs) But you watched all four seasons. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Uh, There are only four seasons? I have no idea. I I think they did more after she died, but that's when I lost attention. Yeah. And um, it's, no, it's, it's, it's very listenable. It's, it became a big hit in Australia. It's very beachy feeling. Yeah. I didn't notice the beachy feeling, yep. but that is an interesting take. That's how I, yeah, I just feel like I'd be on a beach, cold beer. I don't know. What time Distorted is it on the beach? Guitar. What time? Yeah. Like, is it daylight, nighttime? Daylight? You don't, you don't You don't go to the beach at night. You do in the OC, that's all they do. Yeah, because they're all rich, sad kids. Like, no. Rich, sad kids. <laughs> <laughs> Tomorrow on NBC. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's the middle of the day. Sun is shining. Okay. There's some seagulls around, maybe fish and chips. Listening to youth group. I'm not sure I agree with that, but you're allowed to listen to this song whoever you choose. You know, I used to be in a youth group. Did you? Church youth group kind Church of thing? Youth group, yeah. How was that? It was good. We played like games and stuff. That's tight. Went to camp. Nice. You went to camp? Yeah. Once. Just one. Did you? What kind of camp you go to? Um, it's out in Lake Chestermere. Okay. Which is close to Calgary, and uh, we did archery and rock climbing and Ooh. and went on canoes. I think I had a choose your own adventure book where you went to camp, and that's about the closest I ever got. Fun. Yeah, this was just a weekend, so you never did a camp. <laughs> no, fuck no. I like I went camping with my family and stuff, but do you not do camps in like normal school though? No. No? Like every year we would do like a school camp, but it would like be like during the you, summer. No, like during school term, huh. and you just go for like five days and go camping somewhere. No, we never did that. No, that's insane. Every I year. did like scout camp. Well, it was beavers. But oh hell yeah, really. That's when you like learn how to make fires and stuff. Well, it was beavers, so no. But no, okay. I think when it's scouts, you do. <laughs> you learn how to like recycle or something. Probably. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Sounds Canadian. Um, that's. Uh, did you see the music video for this one, Alex? No, I didn't. I looked up the music videos, but I didn't see these ones. Yeah, this one was, it was hard to find, kind of. It's, it wasn't hard to find. It was the first one that came up, yeah, but Jake but didn't believe it. It, it. it looked confusing. It didn't look real, but it's, <laughs> the channel it was hosted on is the, uh, it's Ivy League Records, which these guys signed on to in 2015. Okay. So it's, so it's, it's actually uh, just video straight from yep. a skateboard competition. From 1975. In Sydney, Australia. 70. And imagine being wow. one wow. of those skateboarders, yeah. and 30 years later, you're on TV and you're yeah. famous. <laughs> you're with on TV group. with the number one song in Australia at that moment. I remember that music video on TV at home. But yeah. you're not young anymore. I know. They're not forever young. Pretty buck, though. A kid does a handstand on a skateboard. That's cool. And I thought maybe there was a connection between... Because they're going down a hill on the skateboards, which is, I believe... <laughs> You're hoping for them to die? <laughs> no, well, no, because I believe the term for that is bombing the hill, right? My cousin has a com- clothing company called Bomb Clothing. That's right. And yeah, that's the term. Yeah. They longboard downhills. What? 
It's called bombing. So are yeah. you gonna drop the bomb or not? Is are you gonna you gonna fucking shred that slope? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Crikey. Crikey. Because it's air strip. That's right. Oh yeah. crikey, mate, you get bombed the slope. That was it. That was my Australian. That was your Australian? Do yeah. it again. I missed it. Nope. I was bad. not listening. <laughs> you don't get to make fun of me now. No. Um, anything else we want to say about this one? Um, let me see. I liked it. It was nice. Yeah. Well, just what I said already. Yeah. It really builds. There's like a rising baseline kind of partway through. That's kind mm-hmm. of cool. And it made me think of the killers for some reason. Yeah. Yeah. There's a good sense of motion from the start to the end of the piece. Yeah. It's not aggressive, but it progresses. Like they're going down a hill. Yeah. Fast. On four wheels. On four wheels attached to a board of some kind. I don't know. Just spitballing here. You could play this at a dead kid's funeral and or a high school graduation. Yeah, this is really very wow. versatile. Very versatile. <laughs> a lot of uses for this. All right, yeah. let's talk about... I'm so glad we get to talk about her again. Tiffany! Tiffany! Yay! <laughs> Tiffany's back. This is 2007. This is about 10 years ago. So she's like in her 30s? Late uh, 30s? 21 and 92. Late 30s. Late 30s. Late 30s. This is post uh, the Playboy shoot too, right? Yeah, I think so. Playboy shoot was like 2003 or something like that. Yeah. So I think this is an interesting song for her to choose. It's often just like an 80s hits compilation she did. Or even the cover art is her. It just looks a, like her face pasted child, on. Yeah. It looks like someone did like that fake face paste pornography. Oh, yeah. Like where they paste the celebrity face. On, deep like, fakes. Yeah. Except what? not like not like actual deep fakes. Yeah. But like where they'd be like, look, it's porn of this person. But it's just like their face, like a celebrity's face being like. Paste it on like a naked body. Yeah. So it looked like that. It looked very like unnatural and weird to me. Yeah. It was like young Tiffany. Mm-hmm. Like 80s Tiffany. And I wonder if that was done on purpose. To look weird? To maybe. To look weird, maybe. I think, because I think the song for her bears a special context with Forever Young, because that's how she's kind of seen publicly. Right, because she's remembered by her songs, which were recorded when she was yeah. very young. She's remembered as the mall tour girl. Yeah. Yes. Which we actually watched an interview about her doing the Playboy shoot, and she kind of mentioned that as one of the reasons. She'd be like, everybody talks to me. I'm like, oh, yeah, you're the mall girl. Like, you toured as a child. You're, you're, you're a little baby. She was like, no, I got titties now. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's definitely something that, like, Comes up every once in a while with like former child stars are like, I wanted people to know that I'm not just a child star, so I got naked on camera. I'm like, oh, okay, I guess that, you know, that's one way. Yeah. Seems to like people do it enough. Maybe it works. I don't know. I don't know. I just didn't want to be thought of as little Tiffany. I don't know. Whatever. Yeah. But you know what? I think Tiffany is more stable than most child. She seems like, uh, yeah, she seems okay. Yeah, she seems like she's doing well. She had like a brief country music career, oh, I that's think. That's right. Um, I looked her up a little bit more Did in she depth. do country music after? I think it was before this. Yeah, because before, because we mentioned that on the episode, she, like, before she became the, I think we're alone now girl, she would go into bars and sing when she was like 10. But she like lived in Nashville for a while. Yeah. After, okay, I think after we're alone that. Now. And gotcha. before this, I think. I think. I'm not sure. So this is your this is basically your classic like 
piano cover, like yes, this piano. this sounds like something that like I could just like play chords on the piano and sing. Mm-hmm. So this is like uh, there's more instrumentation as well, but it's definitely yeah, yeah like piano chords version. That's got Tiffany and Tiffany's in it. It makes me sad though. It's Isn't not a ha- it's not a happy Tiffany to me. <clears throat> no, it's oh, it's a, definitely like a huge shift. Yeah, no, poor Tiffany. Um, but she sings very well. She, she does a good a job. Voice. She's still a good singer. Yeah. yeah. Um. Yeah, we got a little acoustic guitar in the back. You noted this. It's Did pretty. I? It's yeah. There is. Yeah. There's like an acoustic guitar strumming chords, and then there's another guitar playing like notes. I think like yeah. a clean electric type deal. It's pretty straightforward cover though. Yeah, it's a, like it's it's nice, but it's ultimately yeah. pretty forgettable. Yeah. Any other thoughts on this one? I noticed again that she finished on the instrumental, and I didn't think that's Tiffany's market. No. How do you think she should have finished? I don't know. Forever! Yeah! Oh, either belt it out or just go really like a soft finishing. Forever Maybe like a little silent tear down the cheek, thinking of her multors. Yeah, somehow, <laughs> somehow vocalize a silent tear. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, just a little. <laughs> Quivering lip. <laughs> um, I was very ready to listen to the next song, though, halfway yep. through this one. But, yeah, not my cup of tea. Well, speaking of which, let's move to the next one. Yeah. This is Blogbuster. Yeah, so Blogbusters did this because I was looking over the... Um, the album, mm-hmm. and and they all had like different people who did the remixes of the different songs, right? But this one was only credited as like radio mix. Yeah. So is radio? I don't think ra- it's 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 a it's a like producer named Radio. Yeah, I think it's Blogbusters. Yeah. Maybe who did this one? Yeah. Okay. Because I think generally, because we've had a few songs on here that have radio mix in the title, right? And that generally just means it's like the, shortened, version. yeah, shortened version for radio play. Yeah. Which. And this one is just shy of three minutes, so it's pretty short. Yeah, it's, it's fast, though. Mm-hmm. It's definitely fast. Um, um, when I wasn't listening carefully to this song, like when I just kind of had it on the background, I thought the singer sounded like Phil Collins, but oh, then yeah? when you actually listen to it, he doesn't sound like I Phil Collins. I did not um, note who the singer was. I didn't look that up. But hey, wouldn't it be dope if he was Phil Collins? Yeah, it would. Could have been Britt Michaels. <laughs> <laughs> Um, this is, a uh, we got, like, we got live crowd noises on this. We got some, uh, what else do we got on this? Yeah, this one, what do we have on this? Let's see. First off, initial reaction, I like this one better than the other dance version. Oh, Ooh, okay. Um. It's a rocky one. This yeah. one actually has the lyrics other than just the chorus. True. <laughs> so that's nice. Um, is it, I'm just gonna keep doing that. Type beat. Kits and boots. Yeah. So it's got that going on. The synth's just like doing arpeggios, and then it plays the like on the synthesizer. Right. So we actually get that melody. Yeah. But it's on an instrument now. Yeah. Some of the synth sounds are like make from the original. Actually, make it into this one. Some of the more ambient ones. Oh, I didn't notice. Yeah, I cannot 
I can't make the noises with my mouth, or I would. Yeah, not that. Not the twinkly one? And, and a note I accidentally put in all caps is, it's a much milder mix than the interactive one. I put it as a Rocky version of the interact one. Rocky? Rocky, yeah. like Rocky Boxer Rocky? No, like, like Rocky, like Rocky. No. Oh, Rocky. <laughs> <laughs> it's a Southpaw. Is that because of the singer, or? There was other instruments in there though wasn't there i'm trying to remember it now it's uh i'm still surprised that it's blogbusters not blockbusters to be honest yeah so's most of google searches yeah blogbusters all right there's a line they change a little bit Uh i like this part uh where is it are they saying all right the original line is oh let it come true Mm -hmm. but i believe they change it to we let them come true and they really hold that true and Mm -hmm. then there's like a little like bridge into it and they go like I really thought the bridge was cool. No, oh, the cuts okay. out or something? I don't even remember. Yeah, they do. Uh, I said this is almost like... The bridge a, is cool is what The I'm predecessor saying. to bass drops. Because they do moments where like the music cuts. Right. And if it was modern, that would be where it would be like... Boom. This was 2008, though. So Boom. they had bass drops in 2008. Did they? I think so. Yeah. I always think that was like a 2010s thing. Right. It might have been like the cusp of bass drops. When was Skrillex born? Mm, how old was... Wait, wait. What, no, his, is that going to help us? His birth date. Is I his think, birth date going to help us? He was manufactured in a lab. Oh, right. Years active, 2004 <clears throat> to present. All right, you guys got me. Bass drops were around since 04. Ooh. Probably. I assume Skrillex has been doing bass drops as long as he's been alive. Remember when everybody was getting their hair cut like Skrillex? No, There's nobody still did that. A lot of, everybody did that. There's still people. a lot of like um, uh, undercuts. Yeah. Out. That's but it still used pretty to be trendy. specifically like big mop of hair on one side, and then yeah, like shaved, and then all the way over, yeah, deep part and shaved. That yeah. used to be the fucking look. I oh, didn't yeah. know that was Skrillex though. This what people look studied. at his beautiful Skrillex photo. Spray bands it, on. It's very small. <laughs> yeah. his jeans on. Hey, look! I don't make Wikipedia. I just use it. <laughs> uh, 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 I don't even fund Wikipedia, and I probably should. I probably should. You know, only three dollars from everyone. Would fund Wikipedia a million times over. A million times over. But why does it need funding? What What is it? Because the, the servers to keep it online. No, it doesn't. Pay. Doesn't these everybody these things just... cost money? You know? yeah. <laughs> pay Mister Wikipedia to write the letter asking people for money. There's a lot yeah. that goes on. You have to license his name. I thought Wikipedia people just go up and write whatever they want on there. Isn't that like a public forum? Yeah, well, yeah, but so it's... does everyone get paid every time you write something? It's like here's a dollar. No. Oh. Well, <laughs> no. Then Wikipedia doesn't need money. All right, you've heard it here, folks. <laughs> Wikipedia does not need money. <laughs> Don't donate to Wikipedia. Um, I felt like the live audience on this one was really trying to sell me that the song was better than it was. Yeah, the audience was um, lots of clapping. The crowd was clapping. Um, I thought I was in another spin class. Or the same spin class. The same spin, yeah. Just all remixes of Forever Young. Welcome to the Forever Young Spin Class. If I ever teach a spin class, I'm going to do that. <laughs> <laughs> um, should we talk about Bushido? I live in Bushido? Yeah, let's talk about Bushido. Carol Gott. So did you listen to the Carol Gott version? 
Not his own version. Because he does have like just his own version. He yeah. is not very young. I wanted to no, point that out. No, he's an old fart. He's cool. Wait, is this the German one? I didn't he's write the, the proper German name. One, yeah. yeah. So I... he's uh, considered the most successful recording artist in the Czech Republic and former Czech. Yeah, did he also do the Czech version then? Because there's a German version and a, a Czech, Czech version. version. Yeah, I imagine he would have. Um, I watched the music video for the German version. Mm-hmm. He's basically just like standing on a boat or like a dock or something or pier okay. maybe and like singing. Is in, it in the version with Bushido and Carl Gott? He's like in a car and, and sometimes on a theater stage. Oh, then, I didn't see that video. And then him and Bushido pass each other in cars going separate ways on the road. Also, can we stop? Hold back for a minute yeah. and acknowledge the name of this album is Heavy Metal Payback. Yeah. What? <laughs> this is not a heavy metal song. This is song. not a heavy metal version of the song. So this is a payback is a, against heavy metal? Like rap sample. Yeah. Um, so this is the German version. It's actually called um, Für immer jung. Für jung yeah. Which means for always young in German. For always young. Um, and yeah, this is for some reason the version that got stuck in my head. This yeah. is a great one. Because I was singing the German lyrics. Yeah, the dude's got, like, Carl Gott's got a good voice to him. Yeah. He's just a badass guy. Yeah, he's, I, I, like, I really liked him. Mm, I um, feel like both of these guys would have killed someone, though. Oh, for sure. Like they're in some German mafia or so something. So we, uh, we took, a, took it to, it took it in our own hands to look at the translated version of the rap lyrics for this. Oh, yes, I did not. That's yeah. good. Um, <laughs> Greta, sure. you, you, I think, had a better translation than me. What do you got down? I just wrote some highlights down. Yeah, tell me. Okay. So, from your wife, you get radio silence treatment. Grief. Is she cheating? Oh. Yes. That's yeah. the question. <laughs> First rap verse is about a guy who's getting old, and he works too hard at a job he doesn't get respect for, yep. and his kids lie to him. The children have also been lying to you. That's another line. Oh, damn. Yeah. Yep. And his wife doesn't talk to him. Um, there is a nice line, though. I don't know if it's meant to be nice, but I like the meaning. Everyone thinks about themselves, but who thinks about you? Aw, self-care. Yeah. But everybody thinks about themselves, so obviously you already think about yourself. But don't shit all over it. It's a nice line. No, it's, I think yeah. it's supposed to be. So then the second verse, he's basically like, your parents are sick, and you used to play soccer a lot. Yeah. Uh, your parents are dying now. And there's also one line where he says, you're sad. That's it. That's oh, well, I'm I am sad. sad now. Yeah. Um. Everything is perishable. Yeah. And at some that's moment, that's not true. I have like lots of stuff in cans that's gonna last forever. <laughs> 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 yeah. So then the the final verse, he basically is just like live in the moment. Don't make your dad mad. Wear Ray Bans and blue jeans. Yeah. Really? Yeah. yeah. I don't know why are they a German brand. I don't think so. <laughs> no, I don't. I don't think so. Yeah, I guess I'm, I'm, maybe it's just like that's like real living life where you know you get your blue jeans on, so your team's strong, obviously. Yeah. And you got some Ray Bans on, so the sun's not bugging you. He's just an angry man. His lyrics are not easy it's, breezy. It's because his wife might be cheating on him. Yeah. Well, she's not talking to him so clearly. Yeah. And so there's and some it, communication it, issues, no matter what. He even says in the song, like, your mum's going to die. Oh, damn. Well, it's very no, explicit. It said that she's sick. Yeah. And. Oh. I'm pretty sure at some moment she will be, I think this is, she will be gone. Yeah. So he says, like, she'll be gone. So enjoy the time you have with her. Yeah, but you don't want to think about her dying while you're hanging out with her. Yeah, but you know what? Sometimes you have to just accept reality, though. Yeah. Jesus, this is too much. So you listen to the ones with just, with just your boy Carl on Yeah, there. it's pretty similar to, like, this. It's yeah. just him also singing the, the, the verses yeah i would say he's kind of my highlight for this version so i wonder good voice if maybe just the solo version is better but then he wouldn't 
I'm assuming he doesn't rap though. He just sings the whole no. time. Yeah, he, he would just I like, sing. Yeah, I like the. I like the. Do you like the cut back and forth? Yeah, yeah. I do. Yeah, the it's German nice. rapping yeah. was solid. I, I didn't yeah. know what it meant. Yeah, but well, now you know. Yeah, now <laughs> I know it's about your wife. Better not knowing. Because <laughs> I, I don't know. It just, it's just you're right. It sounds nice. It reminded me of um that one Kid Cudi song with Michael Bolton. Oh, I can't think of what it is. Uh, what the fuck is it called? That song's like seven minutes it's long. It's so long. We should go to your home afterwards. Come on. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he made me think of Michael Bolton. It made me think of Michael Bolton. I, I don't even know if he sense. sounds like Michael Bolton, but he, I thought of that. Yeah, I could see that. Yeah. He seems like the kind of just good singer you hire on. It's like to a German Michael track. Bolton. Yeah. Um, I was happy that there was a Forever Young in German. Because like, yeah. Alpha Young, they don't do it. No, not, not Alpha Young. Not Alpha Alpha Young. Yeah, <laughs> but I don't know. I was happy there was a German one. But yeah, all these German Germans people do it, and yeah, these are the only it. guys who've done it yeah. in German. Yeah, and one of them's not even German. He's Czech. <laughs> but yeah, this was a, I think, an interesting version. I was glad it was there. Yeah. Um, we're gonna jump to 2009. Yeah. All right. With the the artist, I believe I'm pronouncing this right, J Z. J Z. Yes. John Carter. Mr. Greta James. <laughs> Who boy? Um, so Jay Z. We ain't even thinking that far. You know what I mean? So we living life like a video. Where the sun is always out and you never get old and the champagne's always cold. And the- do I need oh. to explain who Jay-Z is? Uh, yeah, I've never heard of him before. It's Beyonce's husband. <laughs> oh, that guy. Who's Beyonce? Jay-Z's wife. We know Queen Bee. So, uh, Jay-Z is the king of hip-hop in many circles. In many circles. Um, he, I think this version's called Young Forever. Is yes, it is actually called, called Young, Young Forever. Forever. Yeah, okay. Um, it's produced by Kanye West. Jesus. And, uh, the British singer Mr. Hudson Mr. does the Hudson singing on this himself. version. He was signed by Kanye West as well. Oh, yeah. Because I googled him to see if he was British, because his accent came through as well. hmm Really bad. Well, yeah, he's also like heavily auto-tuned on this. I don't feel like he did much for it. I didn't notice that, actually. I just don't it had that kind of filtered sound to it. Yeah. Uh, Which is like, this is 2009 Kanye West production. Yeah. Makes sense. Get some auto-tune on there. Right. Um, So you get the original instrumentation. It's a sample. And then hip-hop drums thrown in. So a heavier drum beat. Mm-hmm. And yeah, it's... it sounded a little brighter on the synthesizer to me. Yeah, maybe. I don't know why. You uh, said, was uh, it actually a sample from the original? I'm just guessing. It, they might have remade okay, it. It sounded a little different, but yeah. I, that'd be easy to. I mean, it's pretty mm-hmm. simple. It's just synthesizer playing chords or notes or whatever. And yeah, so Mr. Hudson sings basically the chorus from Forever Young. So weird calling him Mr. Hudson, but that is his. That is his. That name. is his name. That is his like performer name, stage name. And then Jay Z comes in with uh, with some raps, yeah, some, some hot verses. Jay Z is a phenomenal rapper. There's a really awkward moment where he talks about pretty girls, and it like cuts and to like very young children. Well, and then and then it cuts to some older older girls. And he, when he's ta- when he's talking about pretty asses, yeah, it that cuts to not underage up. girls. So that's good. That's good. Good call. Yeah, uh, way to music go, music video director. Yeah. So the whole music video is basically just black and white. Shots of kids across America playing basketball, playing basketball sometimes, stuff. being outside, hanging out outside. There were sparklers in there, wasn't there? Yeah, there were some sparklers. Someone that looked like Rita Ora. Yeah, that was Rita Ora. Was it? Yeah. 
Oh, fuck. Okay, well, Rena Ora was in there. (laughs) Did you Google it? Yeah, it was in the Wikipedia article. Oh, okay. Um, And what else happened? And there's constant footage. Why didn't she sing it then? She would have been better than Mr. Hudson. Yeah, probably. Maybe. Uh, She would have been better than Beyonce probably as well. Oh, yeah. Ooh. Shots fired at Beyonce. Um... I like Jay-Z's approach to the meaning of the lyrics. Mm-hmm. And what he, is that? Well, I feel like he's living through his music forever. Like he's creating a legacy. Mm-hmm. He's not dying. No one's getting bombed or anything. Yeah. This seemed to me, it could be kind of like about nostalgia in Ooh. some of it. Like it was showing pictures of like young people playing outside and things like that. Yeah. There was like a bit of a nostalgic bent to it. But also I'm pretty sure they censored the word weed at yeah. one point. Or like he, or, or some version of the word weed. weed. Yeah, he gets a, yeah. a weird... Yeah, you're Smoke right. Some There's a weird weed, pause. Dun, dun, dun. And you're like, what the fuck? What word is yeah. missing there? <laughs> so that's fun. Um, What else is there? You're right. So he kind of talks about his past, present, and future on this one. Yeah, new rappers trying to come in on the rap game. <laughs> yeah. And they'll never be Jay-Z. Jay-Z. <laughs> Jay-Z, yeah. Uh, what else do I have to say about this? Yeah, so his, his big idea of how he's going to live forever or be young forever... Apparently, Young is also one of his nicknames. Oh, yeah? Really? Yeah. Young Z? Just Young. Just Young? Just, okay. I didn't know that. It was weird reading the fucking genius notes, because some people would put in just one of his nicknames, and I'm like, <laughs> why? <laughs> just um, call him Sean Carter, okay? Can we can please. And let's see. So he brings up, yeah, so his first verse is bring up the idea of living life like a video. Like a music video, specifically, where every yeah. girls are always around, you're all time. smoking and drinking. And there's butts on cars. That's asses. Right. You can say asses. You can't asses. say asses. You can't say asses. Censor on, that, on Jake. You <laughs> <laughs> can't say weed, either. Inappropriate. <laughs> um, yeah, he talks about that, and so that's sort of the idea of living like you're young, and presumably also what he did when he was younger, and probably still does. You know, living life like a video. Like a video. I still think no. it's living forever for his art. Well, yeah, that, but that doesn't come up till the next verse. Oh. But then, so what? Okay. So there's, I didn't break it down in verses. I just looked at it as a there's whole. There's several ways to look at it. So All he's right. living young in the sense that the things he does are yeah. youthful things. Okay. Pain. That's one way. Okay. He's going to stay forever young because in the next verse, he talks about how his name, his legend, his legacy is going to continue to be talked about. And every time somebody mentions his names, he says, as, as the father passed the story down to his son's ears, young, him, will get younger every year. Oh, see, now that I know his name's young. Yeah, yeah I didn't realize he was talking about himself when he said young. That's why you look at those genius notations. Mm. <laughs> yeah, I always want to like, I'm like, no, I can do it myself. But like, I obviously couldn't have got that myself. No. I mean, sometimes the genius notations are garbage. But Sometimes they're fun to read. They're, they're fun stupid. to read at the very least. But yeah, so he's talking about how since his name's going to be passed down to younger people and will still be relevant It'll to always them. always live on. He will live and become younger because younger people. It's like the you don't about him. really die until the last person speaks your name. Or That's whatever. right. You read some. Right? I read some. Yeah. Brilliant book. Most um, of it. Yeah, that's what I have to say about this one. It's a good, it's a nice little piece here. I thought before listening to the lyrics, I was almost, no, I wouldn't say bored with it, Mm -hmm. but there was nothing, it wasn't like the youth group, I mean, it was like a build up, it was just kind of the same throughout. Well, yeah, that's what you get with this sort of more sample based music, right? Because you can't can't stray from it too much. But I do, 
the more I listen to it, the more I like it. Yeah. But I was also comparing it because I heard the live one first. So I always compare it to that one. Mm-hmm. And he's just a lot better live. Sounded more hoarse to me live. Well, I think it's his energy. Like he... Like, like so, if you're there in the room. Yeah. Like I think when you listen to his like studio stuff, he just sounds like he is just, you know, he's too cool. And he just kind of... Yeah, I like that. He's though. chill. I but like, like he's too cool. <laughs> but in like concert, he's just like all over it. He's in your face and he's energetic. Yeah. Sitting on your face. If he's you sitting on my face. Sitting if, on your face. If only he would. Yeah. yeah. Um, yeah, another, I guess, sort of the key line is in the last verse he does, he says, did you get the picture yet? I'm painting you a portrait of young, so both conceptually the idea of youth and also himself, himself with his lyrics. He's painting a portrait of himself. That's Damn. Right. That's real, man. That is very real. My notes are just me saying I love him, really. Okay, sure. <laughs> I wrote that how much do you love him? I also wrote for one note with Jay-Z and, leave and Beyonce for me. And by comparison, how much do you love me? Oh, God. <laughs> <laughs> are you Jay-Z? I have a J in my name. Oh, that's close enough. There you go. I love you equally, but... No. <laughs> but I don't get to sit on your face. No, that's just Which reserved for Jay-Z. All right, if you guys have nothing else to say. <laughs> um. Wait, I was going to say... Because I wrote notes on the live one to compare it. Oh, yeah. Hit us right. with it. Um, what did I write? The live one has Beyonce instead of Mr. Yeah, Hudson. well, it has Beyonce, and she misses her cue when she does the first Forever Young, and that really annoys me. But now that I've listened to it so much, I sing it at that point. Like, I come in late purposely. Mm. Yeah, that's her fault. Um, mm-hmm. I did write that they're not even in love. <laughs> right, Jay-Z's amazing. Um, yeah, and I wrote here how I like his voice breaks because it shows vulnerability. Oh. Yep. And um, I think I like this one better, but because of the experience mm. associated with it. It was nice. It's a good end to a concert. Yeah, I'll say. All right. Let's talk about Pathfinder. Pathfinder. 2010. Not the hit tabletop RPG game, but this Polish symphonic metal act. Power metal. Power metal. Oh, man, is this metal powerful? This is powerful I... metal. Wow. Well, I saw powerful metal. The picture for the YouTube video, and I was yeah. like, middle, and then it started playing, and I was like, oh, it's like opera style. Yeah. And yeah. then yeah, and there's like, like an opera singer. I was like, this is there's nice. Two opera singers. Yeah. There's like a symphony playing, and then and then it was metal. And, yeah. Yeah. I'll go yeah. on the record. First minute of this was the best part. If they just did the opera yeah. version, just I'd the have opera been thing. Into it. That's what yeah, I wrote it's too. Like opera. And they do the first, like, verse or the first three verses or whatever. Yeah. And then, or first part of it. And then they go back and start again with the, like, metal voice. Yeah. yeah. And then, you know, it's, it's Dragon Force, basically. It's Dragon Force. <laughs> basically. But with an accent. Which I will say this, the little piano runs they do, where it's like... Yeah. Yeah. Sick. Those are pretty cool. There's a lot of, like, wild stuff in this one. Yeah. This is definitely, like, a very epic version. Mm-hmm. Like, it's got... It's, like, really big. It's huge... I didn't really get a lot of like the symphonic stuff. Yeah. During the like heavy metal guitar part, though. Mm-hmm. I don't know if you noticed. No, not really. I didn't really. It's it's just as soon as they fucking kicked in, I was just like, "This is Dragon Force." I'm listening yeah. to Dragon Force right now. Yeah, there's like like those they're like runs and arpeggios. They're going fast. Yeah. A lot of fast stuff going on. What do you got for us, Greta? What are your thoughts? Um, I wrote. I feel like that kind of genre of music. I call it angry masturbating music. 
but I wrote that it's angry masturbating music for the week. For the week? For the week. Because <laughs> I feel like it's not angry enough, this mm. one. I feel yeah, like... it didn't sound super angry to me. Yeah. Just so just a miffed masturbation. <laughs> mm. Mildly um, inconvenienced masturbation. But then I think as well, if they weren't singing, I wouldn't know it was Forever Young. Mm. Like. So hang on, hang on, hang on, hold on, hold on. Okay. So like, is it called angry masturbating music because it makes you feel like masturbating angrily? Or well, it, I feel it like... sounds like someone's masturbating angrily? Or I feel like, well, because he was one flatmate that we had and he would go into his room and play loud, angry, masturbating music and stay in there for ages. I was like, what the fuck are you doing in there? Like, that's why, that's what it is to me. Like, he okay. just went in the room and just furiously, like, rubbed one out or something. Disappear and listen to furious music. Yeah. I don't feel like it's a guy thing. Though. I don't think girls could angrily, aggressively masturbate to this. I don't know. So I wanted to find out. <laughs> tell, us, tell us what kind of music you went to. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, so not this, you're saying. Not, not angry masturbating music. Hashtag my jack track. I don't think. <laughs> <laughs> Finally, we got one. <laughs> so it's hashtag my jack track. Hit at, us up. At Jake the Cressy. That's uh, J-A-K-E-T-H-E-C-R-E-S-S-Y on Twitter. Or even, you know what? Add some Alex Wise guy. That's my name. S-O-M-E-A-L-E-X-W-I-S-E-G-U-Y. Wait. Are there? Yep. That's it, right? Yeah. yeah. Okay. <laughs> because I got it. There's not like numbers in there, I don't think. No, you're good. You, Sweet. You, you went away from the asinine weirdness. Yeah. To at least make my life easier. All right. Yeah. So, angry masturbating music. This, ang- but this was the one I was waiting for to be over. This yeah, track. definitely. It was very long. It's five minutes, it's 21 very long. seconds. And then there's a bit they go like, I want to be forever young. young. I want to live. Live forever, however they say. Yeah. And like. Could do some kind of pagan yeah. ritual to this. And they go wild, man. Yeah, there's and some chanting. Goat. There's like a bit where the opera singers come back in and they're both going at the same time. Yeah. So this version, like, I didn't like this version that much, but it was like very energizing. Yeah. And I like, obviously they're all technically proficient. <laughs> yeah. Because they're tapping things and like going at an insane pace, but the end result is nothing to write home about. Definitely not. No, yeah, it was. Yeah, it was definitely a bit long. Um, they cut. There's kind of like extended guitar solos and stuff that I think padded out a bit. But yeah, I really like. I don't know. I can't. I I don't know. I I I didn't love this version, but like I I I I don't know. It really got me somehow for some mm, reason. I yeah. felt like just. Mm. Like, it's energizing. Like, yeah. I, like maybe Angry. I would angrily masturbate to this song. I, I've never tried it. <laughs> so, uh, this is going to be, um, after you guys leave, maybe I'll... <laughs> It'll be the rest of my afternoon. Here you go. Oh. You've got to make sure it's loud, though, when you listen to it. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. You want everybody in yeah, the well, house I to know my, what you're I have doing. My amp. my amp is repaired now, okay. so I can just crank it. Yeah. And crank one. Yeah. Nice. <laughs> so much cranking. <laughs> Uh, any other uh, last closing comments on this one? Um, there was no need. Just because you can, you shouldn't. Well said. Let's move into the final one. This is... What do you think the pronunciation is on this one, Alex? I think it's jazzistic. Forever young I wanna be forever young Do you really want to... That would be my guess, too. Oh, I forgot about that one. It's either jazzistics or, or jazzy sticks. Jazzy sticks. And this is from 2017. So I want to talk about the group briefly here, because it turns out the singer on this one has actually, we've covered her before. Really? On the Get Lucky episode. So this is oh. 
This dynamic group was formed when keyboard player Max P and his swish-loving drummer friend Felix decided to join the jazz so version So swish that, like, yeah. drumming with, like, the brushes? I would think so. So let me see here. They found they found that pure soft female vocals were the missing element. So they invited a young emerging artist named Karen Souza to join them in the rest. Oh. She had a really history. nice voice. Yeah, she oh, did uh, like a sort of laid back version of Get Lucky. I remember talking about Karen Souza and we yeah. liked it. Yeah, she did a pretty good job. And I think she does have a nice voice. She does. So this is a jazz version of the song. Weirdly enough to me, at least at the opening, it sounds like like Christmas jazz. Christmas jazz. Like you could play this and it would be like in a TV show and it would cut to like the, the like a Christmas tree and the or Christmas yeah. stuff would be up. Garlands. Yeah, that's a weird Christmas feel. Drifts, lights. That makes me feel red and green. I thought it could be without the lyrics. Mm-hmm. Like without her singing, it would make good elevator music. Mm, that's jazz, baby. Yeah, this is really, really smooth. Yeah, very smooth jazz. I get the idea. It's not far out exciting jazz. Like this is not like. A super exciting jazz song. This is very straightforward, smooth jazz. And they do a good job, but it's not very exciting. No. Although I'm not really a jazz connoisseur. I kind of liked it. It wasn't bad, but... Yeah. I I didn't know it was 2017, though. And because to me, it reminded me of La La Land. Mm. But if this this would have come out after that, then... Yeah, probably. these guys form after that? Like. Yeah, so the group formed... I don't know when they fucking formed. Like, I even drew a picture of Emma Stone because Ooh. I was bored of writing notes. <laughs> um, and also, but when I hear this kind of music as well, because there was one bar in Wellington and they would always have like jazz on Friday nights and right. a good happy hour deal. So to me, I'm kind of like, oh, is there a mojito coming? Like, I don't know. Like, Sounds I, like bar music for you. Yeah, to me, it's like sitting in like a nice classy bar with all like the people that have finished work on a Friday, yeah. 5 p.m. and lounge music. Everyone's maybe. wearing their suits and having their bubbles. To me, it's like a happy Bubbles. Hour. Bubbles. Like sparkling wine. Huh. Bubbles. Just like casually on a Friday? Yeah. Cool. Oh, you always get like sparkling wine by the glass back home. There you go. It's a normal thing to do. You can also buy it in the supermarket too. Eight ninety nine bottle of Lindau. Saturday <laughs> afternoon. Yes, yeah, so this one's like excessively laid back to the point where it's got like a almost nihilistic attitude about. You, you think know? so? Yeah. I guess if you're looking at the actual meaning of the song. Yeah. Yeah, just being like so casual about it, be like, yeah, whatever. We just want to die young, so we can <laughs> let us die young. Let us you live know? forever. It's like, eh, who cares? We never say never. We're all a little drunk. So we're sick of working anyway. Yeah. Let's, whatever. You know, the Cold War is coming to a head. Whatever. Yeah. What, what, what may be, will be. Missile crisis. Yes, please. Yes, please. <laughs> Send another one of those my way. Yeah, it's, uh, you know, it's not a bad piece. It's an interesting little take. It's like velveteen music. Yeah. And people might shit on me for being nice to this one and being rude to postmodern jukebox. But here's the fucking thing. We still make jazz music in the 21st century. Yeah, this isn't like a throwback, I Fuck don't think. Fuck you guys. I thought you were going to shit all over this one, to be honest. <laughs> I, I even... thought you might, actually. I wasn't yeah. sure. I wasn't sure where we'd go on this one. Like, when we were writing the notes, I just looked up. But you, yeah, no. Yeah. Fine. It's a yeah. fine version. Oh, okay. Any, any closing thoughts on this before we get into our finals here? <laughs> um, nah. Is this trumpet that comes in? And even that's really soft. Like, yeah. It's just, everything is soft in this song. Even the brass. Yeah. And that's, that's something. That's impressive. In you know, this song might play after the bombs have dropped, you know? 
Oh, this is like a panning over death scene. Yeah. Everyone's already dead. This isn't a fear song. This is a, it's already happened. Whatever. Like yeah. a little montage. Let's. Yeah. That being said, let's move into our, uh, our wrap-up. We have three categories today, Ooh. as we do most days. Um, so we're going to talk about the worst version of this song. The best version of this song. And the song, the version of the song that makes you feel the youngest at heart when you hear it. Right makes there. you feel the youngest? Yeah. Okay. Also, we could make it, I was thinking about which, which song you think is going to sound the youngest throughout time. Like, which is going to stand the test of time and not sound like an aged piece. Okay. Pick either interpretation you want. Okay. Let's start out with the worst. Greta, what do you got for me? Wayne Wonder. Wayne Wonder. Put it in a box, bury it. <laughs> yeah, not a fan yep. of that one. Um, <laughs> I'm inclined to agree with you on that. Well, Wayne Wonder, eh? I did write, when we were doing Pathfinder, I was, wrote that they were the worst, but I think I had blocked out that Wayne Wonder happened. Yeah, like... With well, yeah, with Pathfinder, who's a strong competitor for worst version, <laughs> there's at least enough things going on. It's like it's like watching the movie Grown Ups too. It's bad, but things are constantly happening, so it it's distracting holds interest. Whereas and interesting, yeah. Whereas this Wayne Wonder is bad and nothing's happening, so it's boring. What do you think, Alec? My least favorite version is probably the interactive version. What? Yeah. <laughs> Go away. That's the one. Get out. Just, oh. do it. Just didn't do it for me. It is a sloppy version. It of is. Vent- but that's why you appreciate. Oh, no. I can't talk to you guys. That's the best. Well, it's not the best one, but it's definitely not the worst. Tell us, though, Greta. Okay. What is the best one? Oh, see, I don't know. You don't know. Well, it's between. For me, I'm probably not going to go with the original. Okay. It'd be between youth group. They really like the German one and Jay Z. Mm. But Jay Z is because it's Jay Z. Yeah. There's probably no musical reason why it's better than the other ones. If anything, it's probably worse. The German one I can't really sing along to. Mm-hmm. So then that probably puts it to the youth group. Puts it to youth group. But I like, I just like, I like all the instrument, instruments in the youth group one. Mm-hmm. And it's just to me, it's, and that's the first one I heard. So that's what I compare everything to. Mm hmm. I like the youth group one. All right. Yeah, that's my favorite. Yeah. For me, it's this is a weird one because my favorite, I still think is highly flawed, but I it's like spiritually it is the one I was thinking about with every other one. I was like, we need to be more like this. We need more of this. I'm giving it to Axel Rudy Pell. Really? Yeah, because I think the the hair metal power ballad is the format. It's really got this song is built for. Yeah, I mean, it's got that ballad thing going on, yeah. and the the metal definitely adds something to it. And it's just if we got the like a just a stronger vocal performance. Yeah, on it, I, I think yeah, that one I think was missing something. I don't know what it was. Yeah. If it had like something to set it apart. Yeah, then I might have been my favorite too, but it was not my favorite. I think I have to give it to the original. Really? Because um, they it did was it the face. one that one that one hit it. I mean, they with all the synthesizers and stuff, it worked for me mm-hmm. more than. Uh, some of the other versions. There were a lot of pretty decent versions in this. Yeah. You know? Um, but that, that was that was a standout for me. Yeah, I think Alphaville made a strong song when they made this. And yeah. for being pretty much all synth, it doesn't sound empty. It doesn't sound like it's missing anything. Yeah, and it doesn't really sound like artificial or anything like that. Yeah. Either. And now for a song that makes you feel the youngest, or a song that you think is the youngest at heart. What do you got, Greta? Well... If it's going to make me feel the youngest mm-hmm. at heart, it's got to be interactive. 
But if you want something to stand like the, the test, test of time, the test of time, I honestly kind of think youth group. Because even when I hear Alphaville, I'm still like, oh, you can just tell it's old. Oh, yeah. You can tell it's a product of its time. It is 80s. Yeah. yeah. But then I feel like with youth group, it's organic to me. It's the instruments. So it's, mm-hmm. it's nice. Yeah. For me, it's, yeah, again, interactive if it's for feeling like a child. Because <laughs> that's exactly what it reminds me of is being a kid. Now, that being said, if it's one to stand the test of time, I think, and this might be an odd choice, but... It's going to be Pathfinder? What? what? The, I don't really know what, what time? time that music that would, is. <laughs> <laughs> you could say it's a much older because it takes in operatic elements. Sure, but it's like symphonic metal. And I don't, yeah, I don't know what time frame I would associate symphonic yeah, metal with. Exactly. Certainly more recent than like 1995, but that's not saying much. Like that's a pretty large window. So. Yeah. Or maybe Wade Wonder. Because reggae pretty much sounds the same all the time. Mm. So I could never really like be like, that's 90s reggae. I'm sure there's ways. I don't know. That's, I'm, I might learn those ways yeah. eventually. We're going to be listening to enough reggae. There's always a reggae version. Always. Almost. And so yeah, I'm going to give it to Pathfinder for yeah. that. What do you got for me, Alex? Um, I think it might be the Jay-Z version. Oh, yeah. At least, I mean, at least in terms of like feeling. You know, like, it's very, like, can be very, like, inspiring, because it's about, like, sorry, I was talking away from the microphone for a minute. Um, It's very, like, it's talking about, like, how, you know, your your memory will outlive you and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. So I think, even though he's talking about himself, you can kind of internalize that and, uh, yeah. and feel like, oh, you know, I may be gone, but my impact on the world will never fade away. Yeah. Sort of thing. You can so. kind of picture your idealized, youthful <clears throat> self and yeah. see that image kind of going forward yeah so that's a that's a good feeling yeah that's a solid interpretation lovely yeah. um so that concludes our main segment um if you agree with us or disagree with us holler at me on twitter hashtag cover me pod uh we're gonna jump to our bonus segment which we've done before it's called looking back on the memories this is a reference to i believe the dance by garth brooks i don't know garth brooks songs my it's man literally the only garth brooks song i know if it's a garth brooks song Anyway. Ellen was that one about lasagna. Lasagna. Yeah. So we're going to look back. I want to see just kind of what comes up in this conversation. What's your earliest memory of like music? It doesn't have to be like your favorite song. Just some memory of you listening to music. Because for me, I was thinking about this. One of the earlier ones is obviously when I got my Prozac cassette, which I've talked about before. But even earlier than that, I just remember like s- like sitting in my parents' station wagon and listening to fucking seal on the radio like kiss from a rose (laughs) and i think that is the earliest thing i can remember interesting Hmm. how about you how about you greta what do you got anything i can i can take this if you if you need some more time to think well i've got two things okay there's one i think of is peter andre because my sister got that cd Mm -hmm. mysterious girl and i was all about that okay it's really nice she got it from the warehouse um or celine dion because my mum had one of the albums and we would open up, like, because we had big ranch slider doors for, like, our living room. We would open it up, and it would be, like, sunny, and there's a big cherry blossom tree, and just listen to Celine Dion. <clears throat> very loud. Very great. Yeah. Lovely. All the wiggles. Of course. <laughs> this is my first CD, Hot Potato. Uh. <laughs> now, my first, like, pop music, probably the earliest pop music memory, I talked about last week when we were talking about Britney Spears. Right. I was listening to... Um, 
a baby one more time with my sister. Right. But earlier than that would be, I, I just remember listening to like not pop music, but like children's music, like Sharon Lois and Bram, okay, Raffi, yeah. Norman Foote, listening to those guys on cassette tapes. That's that's what definitely like the earliest music I remember. Right. Is that stuff. Yeah. I mean, you're probably right. I, I remember singing like Twinkle Twinkle Little <clears throat> Star with my mom and stuff like before yeah. bed. But it doesn't count. Well, yeah. <laughs> hey, I was a beautiful singer. It counts. You still are. Yeah. We were covering music way back then and look at us now. <laughs> look at us now. Still doing that. Yeah. If you guys have experiences with music any time in your life, hey, uh, hit us at Twitter. Hashtag my first melody. No. My. Hashtag kids bop. There my look back track. My look back track. <laughs> sure. No. No, the backtrack. No. <laughs> Hashtag backtrack. That's it. Yeah. We okay. got it. We got that works. it there. Yeah. Um, that concludes our bonus segment. Thank you, Greta, for coming on the show. Thanks. I'm sorry if I talked fast. Um, I no, tried. you talked pretty slow. Okay. I think we, we talk, talk we for, talk fast. I we talk okay. fast. I was trying to make myself talk slowly. Beautiful. Um, do you have anything to promote? No. No? Yeah. <laughs> you want people following you on the gram? People can follow me on the gram if they want. Gbowl22. I am on Twitter, but I don't do anything, and I don't know how to use it properly, so don't do me there. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. Follow me on Twitter at Jake Cressy. Follow Alex on Twitter at SomeAlexWiseGuy. Uh, rate and review us. Subscribe. We're on iTunes, Stitcher, Spotify, and Google Play. Podbean. Podbean. If you're on the... That's our host, Podbean. That's my app. That's Greta's app. Yeah. It's good. Holler at your pod beans. And as we always say, uncover me, the the grass is always covered on the other side. Oh, no. Listen to us or you'll be forever glum.